This is exactly right. Hi, I'm Erin Welsh. And I'm Erin Almond Updike, and we're the hosts of This Podcast Will Kill You on Exactly Right. We're back with our seventh season, which is bigger and better than ever. Because guess what? We're now a weekly show. This season, we're tackling everything from long COVID to norovirus, from the supplement industry to IVF, and so, so much more. New episodes drop every single Tuesday. Follow This Podcast Will Kill You wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Barbara Gray, and here's a tweet from July 3rd, 2012. My office smells like jizz and fried chicken. Someone celebrating early. <laughs> Your brand has been strong for so yes, long. <laughs> it certainly has. Office strong or not. Uh, I'm Brandy Posey, and hi, Allie. What I got a pitch for you Pinocchio, but about a dildo that becomes a real severed dick. Oh, shit. Aww. We'll call it Pinocchio. <laughs> Oh, I wasn't expecting the name, too. That's Stressful. fucking great. Yeah. I mean, that just made me think how many people want to sit on Pinocchio's face. Yeah. Okay. I'm Des Parker, and being dumb seems pretty chill. And this is Lady <laughs> to Lady. Can you keep a secret? Neither can we. Hello! We got Barbara Brandy and a We got a show for everyone that's the fucking best. Come on, baby. It's time to hang out with your favorite ladies, ladies and ladies, ladies and ladies. Hi. Oh my God. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. Uh, we're tired. Reaching back to old tweets. I feel That's like what's we're always on. tired. No, but I think, well, I don't know. Anyway, we're, we're extra especially. tired. We're going to record during the week, which a little peek behind the curtain. We are currently because our schedules yes. are a little bit crazy. Yes. Uh, we're, we're, pulling, we're pulling it out right now, you guys. <laughs> yeah. So if you... But not in a creepy way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. So if you want all of our podcasts to be as great as our weekend podcast, so make it so we can't have day jobs. Uh, Patreon.com. Patreon. Slash, slash lady, lady to lady. lady. We just introduced a bunch of new tiers. <laughs> if you do $2 a month, you can get ad-free episodes. We've got mm-hmm. all this awesome shit going on over there. Bonus episodes. Episodes, bonus segments, bonus, boners, boner yeah. segments, but brand density. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that is kind of true, actually. Our brand um, is anyway. Go like our breasts there. very dense. No, but seriously, yeah. it's really awesome. I mean, yeah. twenty dollars. We're gonna have either a Slack or some or just we have a Slack channel. A yes. Slack channel. So yeah. you can jump on that with us and uh, other listeners and yes. talk about. Talk Danny some, DeVito. Talk I already have some questions. Honestly, I already thought of some questions to ask you guys on Slack. So please join so that I can ask you. asking them questions? Oh, am I not allowed to? No, you no, sure. Can I just ask it? Yeah. Okay, this is just a question. Um, I, It's so boring. I, I'm going to bail. Should I just say it? <laughs> this is, the buildup wow. for this is, is, is. Nope. Like, guys, go yes. on Patreon to know how boring this question <laughs> yeah. is. Yeah, yeah, I have a really boring question to <laughs> Top secret session on top Friday. Secret, so top boring session every Friday. Let's get our guest on. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> She's one of the hosts of the Hollywood True Crime Podcast, Rachel Fisher. Hi. Hey. It's Hollywood crime scene. Oh, sorry. You know what? That's fine. I just wanted to make sure, like, Hollywood people, crime people know what yes, Hollywood for. crime yeah, scene. Thank all. you. Sorry. Yeah, don't worry about it. It's We're Wednesday. It is Wednesday. It's been a day. Yes. <laughs> um, Rachel, what's your favorite Hollywood crime? Do you have one? Oh, God. Um, you know, 
I guess probably at the end of the day, it's Tanya Harding and Nancy Kerrigan. That's a good one. Because I was like a eight-year-old child when that was all mm-hmm. going down, yeah. and I was living for it. Like that yeah. was like the first news story I remember just being like obsessed with and yep. captivated with. Like yeah, I watched sure. all that shit go down live as it was happening. Yeah, I was like the only time I was ever really into the Olympics. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was like fun and drama and crazy mm-hmm. and what's going to happen now. And what did the Olympics, Olympics to get in on? Oh, yeah. 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 And yeah, it was yeah. all boring after that. Yeah. It yeah. was like, that's well, what I How could you ever follow place. that up? Right. Yeah. You can't follow that up. Hey, there was the whole like Canadian scandal or whatever the fuck. Was that a thing? Well, the fact that you're saying whatever the fuck and we know <laughs> right? that someone named Jeff Gulley took a- Right, come on. <laughs> come on. It's not funny. <laughs> Jeff Gulley. Jeff Gulley. Like every single character was like out of a Coen Brothers movie. Like it was just Truly. too perfect. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. What, were you an I, Tanya fan? Oh, totally. Yeah, it's yeah. Great and I love Margot Amazing Robbie. Movie. I think she's great. And she Allison Janney is my favorite actress ever. <gasps> and Allison Janney. Yeah. Their she's performances amazing. are so good in that movie. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. 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 And it was. It was like they did such a good job of like. I don't know. Again, I'm about the same age and like watch having lived through it as a kid and then watching it as an yeah. adult was so revelatory because yes. it was like you realize that you remembered things wrong. Totally. Yeah. And the way the media portrayed all of it too. Yeah. Where you were like, yeah. oh wow. No. <laughs> we did our episode yeah. of Hollywood Crime Scene. It was like we did an episode of Tanya and Nancy when we first started the show. So it was like, I don't know, episode eight or something. Mm-hmm. And this is like a few months before the movie came out. And like I was always kind of team Tanya because I felt like she was the underdog. And like yeah. very there was like so much like classism and sexism yeah. like, totally. in the media, mm-hmm. like the way that whole thing went down. Yeah. I appreciate that you went straight for Tanya. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like and – I love an underdog and I love someone who's like, you know, torn apart by the press. That's part of why, like, I like, I love Britney so much and mm-hmm. I like relate to her so much. And yeah. not that I've ever been torn apart by the press, but like, yeah, you yeah. know, it's like you want to f- root for those people who for you sure. know have been like wrongly, like, anyway. So yeah. we did that. And then um, I was, re- it was really cool to see how Tanya sort of got to have like her real story be told mm-hmm. to people who like didn't know who she was always like yeah, oh she that- got a bit of a redemption yeah yeah like mm-hmm. oh she's a crazy white trash bitch like that was yeah. the narrative like she was this big joke and then it was mm-hmm. like mm, like here's yeah. the real story well yeah and it's also like this is how this was what being raised like this looks like like the reality of what that life is right. like you can you can have zero empathy or you can take a moment and have empathy for a person and be like okay like i don't agree with your actions but like i understand how you got there right yeah exactly exactly yeah. it's about getting the full picture yeah and yeah seeing all we tried that. to get tanya on the podcast yeah, yeah, i feel right. a little like dissed like yeah. <laughs> are we not good enough for tanya harding it was pretty close to, it was like before right before is, the movie was coming out she was so probably I think doing she events. had bigger fish yeah. to fry, unfortunately, yeah. at yeah, that yeah. moment. Right. She had a bunch going on. Should probably do it now. Yeah. We can probably get her now. I think yeah. we can get to Tanya, if you're listening. I wish. I hope you are. Come on through. I would love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have to come to us this time, but yeah. we're here. Yeah. <laughs> I think my favorite Hollywood crime is every time um, a tourist lays down on Hollywood Boulevard. <laughs> Oh, next to one of the stars. Oh, next to a star. It is. Jesus Christ. Whenever I see it, I'm like, nope, 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 nope. It's soul crushing. Yeah. It yeah. Is. I used to live um, right by. Th- there's so much about the story that's sad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we got boring questions. We got sad stories. We're good this week. Hell yeah. So, right after I turned 30, I taught myself how to skateboard. <laughs> <laughs> That's where it starts. <laughs> and like, 
wasn't good enough. I lived in Hollywood and I wasn't good enough to just be out skateboarding in the day. So I would go out at like three o'clock in the morning. Like you're a ninja training. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking awesome. <laughs> and I would just skateboard down Hollywood Boulevard. Oh, no. <laughs> Some of the best people watching of my life. Oh, like, that sounds yeah. super fun. Really. There was so much stimulation that it was actually very relaxing. Oh, yeah. But also my, my, my little like run would go right past the goddamn... Greyhound Station. Ooh, where's that? Hall- it's right there on Coenga. Oh, fuck. Right above uh, Hollywood Boulevard. And th- I mean, that is really where you can see dreams start to die. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> really rough. You see them, yeah, be born and die all in the same, all in the same night. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite is like the tourists that you see on Hollywood Boulevard and just like this look on their face like, Oh, this place is a fucking dump. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like they're just like in utter shock that like everything smells awful. Yeah. Everything smells like pee and it's Once just gross. Pikachu has grabbed their ass. They're like, Well, I guess we're here. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, those this. those like costumes are just so dirty. Yeah. So gross. That is one of my favorite documentaries. Yeah. I don't think that's a yeah. good documentary. Really? I, I think love it's very it. poorly made. Uh, <laughs> controversial. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. It. I just watched it and was like, I don't know, I didn't I thought it was okay. I thought it was fascinating. One time I hiked Runyon and um, the Superman from Hollywood Boulevard's neighbors were walking in front of me and they bitched about him the entire way up. See, I find him to be like a Tanya Harding. Yeah. He's definitely got that. I don't, I don't No, I don't think he's like a bad person or something. No, no, no. He's, it's a tragic like story. Yeah. But yeah. 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 I just, I don't know. I guess I didn't think it was just. Yeah. Good. Being his neighbor seems like a real pain in the ass though. <laughs> yeah, I will say I that. See what that. a fun hike. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I was, <laughs> I was like the best hike ever. Well, and they were hiking slowly and I was like, well, I guess I'm just going to have one of these hikes. A real <laughs> slow pace. Just going to stay behind hike. you the whole time. <laughs> felt great (laughs) (laughs) my best instance of that happening was uh, my sister and I one year our dad and we were like both in our 20s and one year our dad got us both uh, season passes to Disneyland for Christmas Mm -hmm. and we were like okay cool like yeah, yeah. great nice <laughs> so, cool so we would just like meet at Disneyland periodically she lived in San Diego and I lived here and this bitch we were supposed to meet at Disneyland. I drive to Disneyland. I park. I'm like, where are you? She's like, I'm so sorry. I have finals. I can't come. Oh my God. And I had already like driven to Disneyland by myself. So I was like, okay. So I just like, I'm going to make the most of this and go to Disneyland alone, I guess. So I put in some yeah, headphones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm just walking to Disneyland alone. <laughs> and these two moms in front of me are talking about having, it's Christmas time at Disneyland. And these two moms are talking about sharing like gnarly anal sex stories. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> they yes, yes, look yes, back yes. at me and they're like, oh my God, someone's behind us. And then they go, she has headphones and she can't hear. And then they just kept going. <laughs> yes. Oh, that is amazing. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, yeah. This is why I love an unplugged headphone all yeah. the time. Yeah. I, my headphones are rarely on if you see me out in public with them. I'm usually just listening to people around me, but I won't, don't want to be spoken to. <laughs> <laughs> Last time I was on a plane, like this guy got thrown off because he was drunk and I couldn't. I was right next. It was to the Wait, left of me. F- before you left? Before we left. No, they yeah. threw him out of the door. Yeah, 30,000 30, feet in the air. They, Barbara watched the murderer man. Southwest, fuck you up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're not fucking around anymore. Um, no, he, I didn't like see what was going on before him, but apparently they asked him to leave like before, yeah, we left. Whoa. And then I heard the woman talking about it. And it was just so funny because I was so obvious because they were talking about it so quietly that I had to take my earbuds out to listen. And I was so, it was just so apparent what I was doing. You just stretch here. Yeah. <laughs> I have no, like, I 
of just nope. I'm like, just tell me. I should have just asked them. <laughs> Everyone wants to be in on that show. Right? Excuse me. I hear you're speaking quietly. I would like yeah. to hear what's happening. <laughs> Thank uh, you so Yeah, much. but apparently he'd like, there was two aisle seats and he, he like asked a woman to switch with her, even though they were the same seat, basically. He asked, oh. he was like, and she was like, why do you want to do this? And he was like slurring his words and talking to himself and stuff. And then I guess that they'd caught wind of it and like. You threw. can get kicked off a plane for that? Yes. For being too drunk. Yeah. Huh? I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Did you guys just see that? <laughs> you guys just, uh, there's a story about a, a guy that just got banned from like all the airlines because he had been flying on airlines and it was like a big guy and he would go in the bathroom and then he would knock and make the stewardesses come and wipe him because he couldn't reach. Yes. Uh, and then he'd be like, he'd be like, uh, uh, I'm just going to stay in here if you won't do it. So he was what? holding them hostages and he got banned from every airline. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I heard that one. Yeah. Was it one. true? Or did he just have a weird, like a weird fetish? Well, I think he had a weird fetish. Yeah, right? it sounds like it. He kept, <laughs> oh, no. he kept just saying, oh, "Deeper, deeper." No! <laughs> I gotta go. <laughs> I can never use an airline bathroom again. <laughs> well, he's, 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 now he has to take boats. So, right. yeah. <laughs> oh my God. y'all, yeah, where is he? I know. Right, where is he can't this go man? Anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> We should have let him fly. He's probably in like Studio City now. I know. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I would have been like, stay in the fucking bathroom then. Like, we'll get a cop to pull you out once we get there. So disturbed. Sorry. (laughs) No, it's not your fault. But wiping hostages. Yeah. Yeah, it's wrong. Yeah. I would have just like, honestly, just like sprayed all of the sodas at him. Be like, well, this is how we clean you then. (laughs) You know? Just like the shit that fucking flight attendants have to put up with. I can't. Yeah. Imagine. What a nightmare. What it must be. You can't get away. Yeah. It's not like you're in a coffee shop where someone like. You could like maybe go to the back and never come out again. Like right, you can't even go out for a cigarette. There's literally no, yeah. no escape from these fucking people. Well, and like your butt is like yeah. eye level the whole job, yeah. the whole job, yeah. yeah. And like all the pervs, I'm sure. Yeah, oh, yeah. God. Potential segment idea: If you are a listener who has a rant and are aggravated about a moment of your job, and you would like Ooh. to have it read anonymously, oh, we have any flight attendants that want to get something off their chest? Please, I, uh, I think. I think we would read it out loud. Yes. Yeah. I would love to yeah. hear those if, stories. If, yeah. if we don't get one of those, we'll just read one of those nice letters to the editor in Southwest Magazine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> if no one wants to rant, we'll read those oh, as though man. they're one of the rants. And, and they like, blackmail. They're like, you thank you, Nancy, yeah. for your help. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for the extra crackers on my flight. Or <laughs> it's always like a bummer at that point in the flight where you're like, well, everything's dead. I guess I'll just read the Southwest I Magazine. I <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. I miss Sky Mall. Skymall yeah. was very. I do miss Skymall. Oh my it. god, it was I miss yeah. it. all the like weird religious jewelry in the back and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Like all the weird, yeah, all the weird like gnome stuff. Yeah, the gnome. Yeah. It was like such a journey reading that. Like it would start off with all the like high tech <laughs> stuff, and then it would get into the weird garden gnome stuff, and then suddenly it would be like Jesus is Lord. Yeah, yeah. and like it was just like. 
I loved it. All stages of your life. It was I all really stages of really miss it. I remember I there it. was like an igloo that you could put in your pool that I always really wanted. <laughs> Do you guys remember? This one was in like everyone for years. There was the one pillow that was like a triangle that you should put on yep. your yeah. your uh, yep. whatever table. Yeah. <laughs> but the guy, if you looked at the guy's <laughs> finger, his fingernail was like three inches long. It was like <laughs> this nasty fucking... <laughs> oh, that one and, the, and I would always look for it and I was like, it was always the same photo. <laughs> As if my feet, it would change it. Like, hold up. We gotta edit this. You saw the nail. <laughs> I do miss Sky Mall. I, I yeah. want to... Like, I I still, like, still on this guy. So... What? Yeah, yeah. What about it? <laughs> so his whole job was sticking his head in a pillow yeah. and putting his hand around it and he couldn't be bothered to trim his nails. No. I also thought like, that photographer was like, who gives a shit? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've been to so many shoots where they're like, do you mind if we tweeze off all your eyebrows? Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. I'm just going to start taking that photo to shoots to be like, this man was also paid. So right. how about you let me. You can't because it doesn't exist <laughs> anymore. <laughs> Sky Mall is going to become one of those things in the like zeitgeist that were like, did it happen? Yeah. <laughs> I know. Totally. It is digital only. I will say that. It is online still. Oh, okay. There's yeah. but, well, that just Who's logging in to look at Sky Mall? Yeah. Right. I always wondered who even I mean, I'm on ordered right stuff now. from Sky Mall. Like. <laughs> People must have. Yeah, it was in business for so long. It's very expendable yeah. income uncles. That's all I can like think of. But was it people who were like, use the phone on the plane? Like, I have to order this right now. I think there wasn't there always a way that you could only buy Sky Mall stuff. I think you were able to use your credit card to buy Sky Mall stuff. No, maybe at oh, one point. Maybe. But I think it was just like any catalog where it's like, right. oh, you'll order this like later with a number. <laughs> I mean, that's wild because I can definitely <laughs> see people like impulse shopping on a plane. Right. But to like bored. follow through yeah. when you land, that is bonkers. Yeah, what was right. the point before like Wi-Fi and stuff? Was, that was the deal. <laughs> what happened? How did it work? <laughs> I have no idea. I don't know anyone. I've never met anyone in my life. Who's ordered something from Sky Mall? Neither have I. No. Yeah, I like I I equate it to Sharper Image, which totally my yeah. grandmother used to order yes. things from. Yeah, but not. But that was like a brick and mortar store. Yeah, too. yeah. yeah. And Sharper Image was very interactive. Right, you right. could right. use the massage yeah, chairs. Yeah, you were just looking right. at the picture. Of yeah. The- <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> they had like hideous art in Sky Mall too. Oh <laughs> yeah, really oh, yeah. bad sculptures like. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a bronze Bigfoot. The that bronze I, Bigfoot. I remember the bronze Bigfoot. I always had my eye on that thing. Mm-hmm. Like, Who was the buyer for Sky Mall? Just, right. I mean, the guy with the Coke nail. Yeah. <laughs> it's just right. one dude. Yeah. It's just him. That's why he got through. That's why the photo got through. We leave it in the shot. People are going to love this. They're going to love it. <laughs> the king of Sky Mall. You don't say shit to him. <laughs> I, uh, I like... I left like various diaries in the back of um, things by oh, accident, yeah. and I never wrote this bit. But like, I was gonna write a joke about how like someone could read that and confuse it for Sky Mall, like my ex boyfriends were. <laughs> you know, there's a bit that never happened, but just things you're, nobody you're wel- wants. You're welcome, you everybody. <laughs> it still happened. But yeah, like I'm sure someone found those diaries and was like, "What the fuck is going on?" <laughs> well, how much would you guys, if you guys found a diary? How long do you think you would read it? I mean, it depends on how interesting it is. Uh, I probably. Uh, I mean, with before feeling guilty, before losing yeah. interest. I before feel feeling guilty. guilty, I wouldn't feel guilty. You if wouldn't? I didn't know no. the person, I don't think I'd feel that bad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh-uh. uh. Trying to think. I, yeah, I don't think I would read much of it. 
if I knew the person, I would feel guilty immediately. If I didn't yeah. know the person, I'd be so excited. Okay. Well, I'll yeah. say this. If there was no way to get it back to them, I would feel no guilt whatsoever. Right. Right. That's like, what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. If their like, info was on the inside, I wouldn't look at it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But if it was like some anonymous thing of someone I'll never meet. I oh, yeah. That sounds fun. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. And a totally anonymous thing. I have no interest in reading anything of someone that I know, though. It's terrifying. No. no. I've never looked in Sean's notebook. Not no. even his, like, comedy notebook? <laughs> no, especially not his comedy notebook. <laughs> I know. It's so weird. It's so private. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not a snooper. I don't get people Me either. who, like, really want to snoop. Like it's like, that. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. I used to be, yeah. and I've learned my lesson. I'll say that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what year did you learn your lesson? Um, About 10 years ago. <laughs> I've talked about it on here before, but nothing happened. But when I was dating Josh, I looked up... He was like taking a shower and I realized he was still signed in. And I looked up my name on his email. Oh. <laughs> oh and then he came out and I had forgotten to erase it. <laughs> <laughs> amazing oh boy all right we're all gonna read each other's diaries we'll be right back <laughs> welcome back i'm lady to lady i'm brandy i'm babs i'm tess i'm here with rachel fisher hi um do you want us to ask you some questions? <laughs> ask away. Sure. Oh my God. How do you feel about being asked questions? <laughs> I'm fine with it. That's what I came here for. Great. Right. That yeah. was your first interrogation. Question. Oh, wow. You're okay. killing it. So awesome. Far. Who, what, where, when? Who, what, where, when? Who, what, where, when? Who, what, where, when? Why? All right. <laughs> Who is your favorite mascot? My favorite mascot. Or who is your mascot? No, who is your mascot? I'm illiterate tonight, guys. Sorry. Oh, who is my mascot? Yeah, who's your mascot? <sighs> like something that's made up? Sure. Whatever that means it to you. It can be whatever you want. Something yeah. that... Um, yeah. I Well, I guess I kind of realized it last night while I was watching House of the Devil. It's mm -hmm. um, a girl who's continuing to eat pizza <laughs> even though it's gross. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of my mascot. Like, it's, it's Greta Gerwig when she's eating the pizza. She's like, "This is nasty," but she continues she to going. eat it throughout. Totally. I'm like, yeah, that's yeah, me. that's yeah. Me. I'm that girl. I thought you were gonna say like while she was being killed or something, but it's just I don't. I haven't it's seen just it. Just that. So. No, yeah, it's yeah. just her eating the gross pizza, but she can't stop eating it. Uh, I know. I did that like a few days ago. My <laughs> boss at work was like, "Oh, let me take you out to lunch," and I didn't know where the fuck we were going, so I just chose some bad pizza place yeah, yeah. <laughs> so disappointing but i was like well i'm here right i'm, free and I'm here this. i'm gonna eat it right yeah <laughs> can't stop and we both just kept talking about how bad it was <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's how i feel about my last year smoking cigarettes i was like this is awful and i was just <laughs> oh my god <laughs> do you have it. like a memory when you like stop stopped oh yeah yeah, I do. I well, I was on. <laughs> Tess is deciding if she wants to tell this. When no, did you I'll, stop cigarettes? I was on. I had my first epiphany actually on shrooms. I was smoking a cigarette on shrooms, and I just looked at it, and I just had this switch in my brain, and I was like, "I'm not a smoker." Whoa! <laughs> and I just knew I wasn't a smoker. I, it was like I was a pack a day smoker, and then, like a week later, I was working at Borders at the time, and I 
took out a book on self-hypnotism and I hypnotized myself and Holy I haven't really smoked since yet. Yeah. Holy Wait. Oh my god. Tess is just casually hypnotizing herself. It worked like it was about that specifically or about anything. It was about anything. It was about just like it was like just it was like this thing where you like looked between your fingers and you waited for like a wavelength to form and you just thought about what you wanted to do. And I have not really smoked since. You have to not want to smoke. You have to be like I mean I credit it to the shroom trip. Something but, yeah. switched in my brain. Right. I just looked at this. like I can't even really explain it, but something switched in my brain. And I was like, I'm not a smoker. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, that, just, that makes sense because it wasn't right. even like, oh, this is bad for you or something like that. It was just like, this is just as yeah, me. It's not I what I do. Yeah. I see yeah. myself right. doing yeah. this. Yeah, and it was sure. weird because like I actually still I love being around cigarettes. I love mm-hmm. watching people smoke. They smell good to me. Oh, thank I God. love the idea of smoke. Like I still, but something just switched in my brain. Where right. I, yeah. It's not my, yeah, it's not for me. Yeah. yeah. Did you run? Were you a runner yet? No. Yeah. I bet that's why, because you were meant to do that. Maybe so. See, I was still smoking. I mean, I'm still a smoker. I've smoked a... Don't don't at me. I've smoked a pack a day since I was 16. I'm 33 now. Like mm. it's, I, I don't know when it's gonna happen. I don't know when I'm gonna have that epiphany. It's hard though. It's fucking hard. Yeah. yeah. I've quit everything else. Yeah. Cigarettes, hardest. Yeah. But also, if you've quit everything else. Yeah, that's that's the other thing. I'm like, well, know? I don't feel like you know whatever i don't know i'm also a believer in like vice whack-a-mole and like if you put cigarettes <laughs> and something else is gonna, i don't know honestly one, it's so true yeah you're you only know? human, so true. I'm only human. Yeah. yeah yeah but i was still smoking when i was like at my most athletic in my life oh really right. i was still smoking wow yeah damn before or after workout both oh after a workout because yeah. i do remember that being a good cigarette i it used to go to the- <laughs> so fucking good it's, a, it's like it's the a really good cigarette it, is. it feels the same like i would i would go on like a 60 mile bike ride like to malibu oh, and damn. back yes and then i'd come home oh. and just be like oh <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing is i was with i wish oh. that there were things that were as satisfying as those certain vices because there's just right. isn't you know right. like right. there really isn't something as satisfying as a real cigarette or as like you know, I don't know, for me, like alcohol or certain things, I just am like, oh, like I want there to be that. But it's just I try to do other things instead. It's just not quite the same. It's like when you want ice cream, but instead you're like, I'll just get a sweet granola bar. And then you just eat like eight granola bars. And you're right. like, I should have just had ice cream. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. I just had like 1,200 calories. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still totally. not satisfied. Totally. Exactly. Um, let's see. When do wake up? When do I wake up? <laughs> yes. When do wake up? When do wake up? It's on here. What's the level we're at right when now? When do wake up? Uh, well, I'm a podcaster for a living, so that's like really a day to day situation, sure. honestly. Um, uh, like when I, I guess this morning I woke up at like eight thirty. That was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Like naturally, I woke that's up great. at eight thirty. Uh, some days I will wake up at 11 and I feel awful about it because mm-hmm. I'm like, uh, like I'm yeah. 33 years old. What am I doing with my life? But, you know, then For I work sure. at night. So, yeah. It's and not... I feel like night work doesn't get the credit it deserves. It does not get the credit does it does deserves. Not. We're still working. Right. Yeah. And it takes a while to come down from it, too. Oh, absolutely. You know, it's like you need that like couple hours afterwards to be like, right. OK, the day is now over. I also yeah. think some people are just hardwired to be morning people yes. and night people. Like from as long as I can remember, like even as a little kid, I was a night person. Mm-hmm. Always. always. I wanted to be up at night. Yeah. Always. Like yeah. I found that as I get older, I also enjoy early morning. I just like being awake when other people are asleep. I like that too. Mm-hmm. I like when that happens and I do feel like 
there is something kind of magical when you're like, oh, I got up at six and I'm rested. Not like I had to, like yeah, I had yeah. to get up at six. Yeah, like yeah. there's a difference between like getting up because you just happened to mm-hmm. or like, I don't know. Yeah, yes. for sure. You know what I mean? Yes. I remember in high school, I would pull like, I it was easier for me to pull all-nighters and then sleep as soon as I got home from school oh, totally. for a few hours right. than waking up after like going to sleep at like 10 p.m. or something because I yeah. couldn't. I'd be awake and I'd be like, cool, I slept three hours and now I'm up. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I totally. I still yeah. would rather get no sleep than three hours. I yeah. think usually. Yeah, yeah, generally. Yep. Yeah. The tease sleep really fucks me up. It's awful. Yeah. It's awful. I mean, there's no, yeah, for I think with people in like this industry, I'm like a regular, I literally couldn't imagine a regular schedule no. in no. my life. Like even one week where I'm like, oh, this will be like a normal, <laughs> right? Yeah, there's yeah. no fucking way that that's uh, oh, going to happen. I mean, ever. do you guys like have, I mean, Fuck no. <laughs> Weird. Really? No. Yeah. No. I, yeah. I mean, I I, I kind of naturally wake up between like 8.30 and 9.30 every day. And then, but this week I have like a gig that I have to wake up at 7. Oh. And I haven't used an alarm clock. <laughs> it's been a couple of years, I think, since really? I've like, yeah. Well, like other than like flights, right, like right, consistently, right. Yeah. yeah. Like other than like, like I haven't used an alarm clock consistently in, to in... get to a job. Yeah. Right. Do you guys have ten thousand alarms on your phone? Because I literally, yeah, I do. I, yeah. Right, like I'll be like, oh, there's one for four p.m. because yeah, I fell asleep at two, and yeah, I need yeah, to wake yeah. up at three thirty. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, I get the afternoon <laughs> alarms for sure. Just the morning, yeah, yeah, the morning yeah. one. I have, like, I have yeah. like ten different morning ones, ten different <laughs> afternoon yes. ones, and then like there's one that's for some reason set to like 8 p.m. and I'm like come on Rachel what was that, <laughs> yeah. like, what was that one that's like a 7 p.m. nap oh yeah <laughs> totally. well it's like my boyfriend's an actor so we both just enable each other in this like fucked up sleep schedule all the time it's like I know sometimes I like imagine what my life would be like if I'm like oh I got up at the same time every day and I right. my breakfast and it's just like well that's never good just let it's it never go. gonna happen yeah. let it go bitch give up the ghost <laughs> yeah I did because I do like ideally if I'm on Honest, I'm gonna be serious. Like I like to have the snooze go on for like a good two hours. I'm at least like 45 minutes. Yeah, yeah. I've got like a 45 minute snooze built into my yeah. morning this week. I like yeah. to real slowly lurk out. Like yep. yeah, <laughs> got to. I like a good like half hour where I'm just thinking about what I'm gonna wear. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Well, and it's also like, it's me at my best math, I think, is like in between the snooze alarms where I'm just like, okay, if you sleep for another five minutes, (laughs) then that will push your arrival time back to this. But what if I'm like doing calculus? What if? You're just like, uh huh. If Brandy arrives at the airport, (laughs) exactly. Yeah, it's like, I'll cut out the coffee I was going to get on the way there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah, know. and I'm just like sitting there, like with my eyes closed, just like, uh huh, I have it all figured out. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> shout out up. to animals for really just encouraging the sleeping in, because that's yeah. what I love. I'm like, and once my oh, cat yeah. gets involved, I'm like, well, that's it. It's, oh it, my god, it's answered. Yeah. I'm not yep. getting out of bed for at least yep. forty more minutes. Yeah, same. <laughs> yep. yeah. It would be inhumane to wake up at that. Exactly. Point. Yeah. So yeah, my dog wants to cuddle. What am I gonna do? Uh, right. <laughs> they're comfortable. Happen. They're heavy. <laughs> <laughs> true <laughs> yeah speaking as someone that broke an alarm clock in college because i re- oh. slammed my fist on yeah. it one morning i was like well i need to this, this is not for me well in co- yeah in college i my friend sarah lived across the hall from me this is a real dick move yeah uh i had this oh, yeah. super loud i'm oh, deaf yeah. in my right ear too so i, I sleep through alarms really easily so i had this super loud alarm this isn't even an excuse because like it was so loud i could still hear it but 
It was not to wake me up. It was to wake her up down the hall. Oh, and then no. she would come wake me up. Oh, no. What about everyone else oh, in this? No. Yeah, they hated me. I was oh, the guys. worst. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You're like, that's like, the, that's like your Tina Fey and 30 Rock gone back to high school. And like, yeah, fuck Tess. Like yeah. everyone from your class. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you were an asshole. That bitch. <laughs> Oh man, that's yeah. really funny. Um, okay, Rachel, what do you want to be when you grow up? I want to be what I'm doing, like, you know, doing something that involves comedy, just mm-hmm. at a level where I can be like the most financially comfortable. Yeah. And also something in, that involves food in some way, mm-hmm. whether like, not like oh. a cooking show, but like. I, just some kind of show that involves comedy and food. That's mm-hmm. like my dream. I like that because it's also like comedy makes people feel good. Food makes people feel yeah. good. So it's like a way to like it's have a, like a nice night for somebody. Totally. Yeah. Like those are two things that like mm-hmm. just have always brought me joy in my life. Like I've always watched cooking shows and I've always watched like stand-up comedy or yeah. sketch comedy gr- since I was a little kid. Like mm-hmm. those are like the two constants mm-hmm. in terms yeah. of like art and media in my life is like comedy and cooking or food any yeah. kind of food thing so yeah something to do with that dinner in a movie <laughs> do you remember oh that my show? God. That was i show. do remember that, show that was like, really soothing wait a minute really yes good. wait not that's not sean favreau that was party of five or whatever, no it's right? paul gilmartin and uh Jana varney yeah it was on like tbs right mm-hmm. and it was like a wraparound show where like they would <laughs> yeah. show the movie and then yeah. it was just quips it was soothing it was, it was very fun. soothing they would play like love potion number nine <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah 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 and then yeah. they would make like a meal involving yeah. or whatever right. drink or something just what a good gig man what a good they really nailed it i that kind of gig where it's just like people look at they're like that's a good gig <laughs> like, right you know yeah somebody like, give us a good gig right <laughs> that's a good one yeah. trying to think who has the best gig that i can think of like just a chill fun gig i always feel that way about um organ players at like <laughs> oh. <laughs> i was going but <laughs> At like a movie theater or roller rink, it's like you're always stoked. They're right. usually, yeah, but I don't think they're like making their living off of that. Well, I guess that's like a fun retired good gig, to right? Be oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're still out there. You're still doing your thing. Honestly, yeah. I don't know that she made the most of it, but I always thought Tara Reid had a good gig. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, Paradise. Oh, like her travel show? Yeah. What? I don't. Yeah, I don't remember. I mean, what is that? Paradise, like E, right? Yeah, it was on E. Repeating it doesn't help. It was like, remember Wild on E? Yes. Okay. It was like yeah. softcore porn, kind of, right? Yeah. Wasn't it kind of? Was I that mean... like MTV's Undressed? Was that like their <laughs> yeah. version of it? But it was like a reality. Read, like getting paid to fly around in party places. And right. Fun. But yeah. I feel like this was like after Wild on E ended, they were like, all right, let's give Tara Reed a travel show now. <laughs> <laughs> And Paradise she could just party. Yeah. yeah. And she did. Yeah. Okay. Like that kind Fair. of travel show seems yeah. fun. As long as you yeah. get like first class amenities when you're traveling. For oh, yeah. sure. You know, like the company pays for it. Yeah. That sounds like yeah. the perfect gig. Yeah. Oh, I see. Okay. Drew Carey, I think, has a perfect That's gig. That's good. Oh, yeah. Because he gets to, he does comedy like while he hosts Price is Right. right. He just gets to show up and like do three tapings like two right. two days a week and then yeah. he just gets to fucking do whatever he wants. Those gigs are so good. That's a fucking yeah. great gig. Right. And yeah, he does, definitely. he like his comedy in between the show is he's not like holding back he's just no. like saying whatever the fuck he wants yeah yeah you know which he can get away with but and he wakes up probably at a decent hour yeah 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 and, like even if you had yeah. to wake up really early as long as you like 
you're done. Like you wrap at like 2 p.m. Oh, yeah. That's, that's great. so awesome. Yeah, I think he works oh, yeah. like two or three days a week max, you know. Right. That I will rules. say a lot of what we're describing is what I was going through when I was a substitute teacher. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good gig. Really? Oh, I tell everyone, if you can't, if you need money, go substitute teach. It was the best gig I ever had. Like, it was so chill because like you get to choose if you want to work. If I didn't want to yeah. work, I would just block myself out for the next day. And then like, if oh, I, I thought you meant like... Like, like you get you, there, you get in the classroom. You're you like, choose no, if you want to no, work. The downside is you can't do that. <laughs> Sometimes you want to. I felt so I remember seeing Lion King a lot. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I had a couple I mean. for oh, sure. Oh my God. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like I would just, I just kept a copy. My two movies were Notting Hill. <laughs> oh my God! And Wait, the Incredibles. Yeah. So Notting Hill to kill oh, over yeah. these kids. That was like high school. Oh, I also kept Clueless because I worked at Beverly Hills High. So they loved watching Clueless. And oh, I was already even like fake education. No, right. I was very popular. Okay. <laughs> right, because like the less academic you are, the more popular you are, yeah. the more the kids leave yeah. you alone. Yeah, so the they love worse you. you are at your job, the more people yeah. like you. Right. It's right. a good gig. Right. <laughs> I read like. Tess X. I read like so many of the classics. Yeah, I yeah. had so much time. It was so relaxing. That sounds mm-hmm. awesome. It was wonderful. I had like three hour breaks in the middle of the day. I love so it. many naps. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so many naps. That's amazing. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> Man, I was remember we had a substitute teacher. I think his name was like Mr. Kim or something. And he was like I think he was having like an existential crisis <laughs> the entire time because he would just come and be like, What do you guys think it all means? Like oh. have you like thought about like what's real and what's oh not. God. Like, he, like, straight up, that's what his classes were like. And it was like, yeah, Mr. Kim's just making us all think about something. We don't really know what it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he would just he would just come in and, like, and then he just, like, stopped being a teacher for a while. Like, he would, he would come in for, and he would talk about, like, Buddhism for a while, and then he'd be like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> yeah, you Communism's a good want. idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's honestly, like, getting yeah. paid to be at an open mic. You yeah, can yeah, do yeah. whatever you want. Oh you don't have a boss. They just let you, they're just like, go ahead. <laughs> right. You what go. do your qualifications have to be? A college degree. Oh, That's I it. can't do it. Yeah. Well. Damn it. <laughs> and then you take a, a test called the CBEST, which is like the CBEST? CBEST. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Which is like the SATs, but way easier. Oh, okay. okay. I'd yeah. be down to take a, a easy SAT right now. <laughs> I, I'd like to see how my brain holds up. I, lo- I love a test. I'm real good at them. Me too. Yeah. It'd be interesting to take one again after so long. You guys want to take the SATs again? Kind of. Should we? Everyone at the table, do you think you would beat your SAT score now? I don't remember. Oh, I didn't I'm, take them. Uh, no. I, I don't remember enough math. I didn't do SAT. Yeah. I did ACT. Okay. Oh. Which was like the weird offshoot. Oh, Midwest. SAT. Yeah. Huh. I was a 1490. So. Oh, yeah. wow. So only took it once, didn't take any SAT prep. So oh, wow. just wanna, <laughs> I'm still proud of it. So I don't remember my math, but yeah, I had a 720 verbal, mm. but... I would eat shit on math now. Yeah. I think oh, math, math yeah, would no take way. me out. Yeah. 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 I can barely do like basic algebra. Same. Yeah. yeah. I like tried to do long division a couple months ago and was like, I gotta <laughs> oh my God, remember I know. how to do right. this. Talk about a useless skill. Right. Ooh. Seriously. <laughs> what? How many years of our lives? We spent a long time. A long time. A, a, a long yeah, division yeah. Long time. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah. That Honestly, cursive. I was going to say. Cursive. Yeah. And yeah. I feel like we all kind of knew it was bullshit. Yeah. yeah. We did. Yeah. Absolutely. Cursive, I feel like I use 
more compared to long division. <laughs> I would though. agree. Yeah. yeah, I thought like learning how to make a graph, like a mathematical graph. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is fucking bullshit. Yeah. Why am I doing this? Yeah. 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 And you were right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? Do you remember that? Yeah. You had to make like graphs and shit? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> and then you, you got like calculators that did it for you and you were like, well, yeah. okay. And Where's the calculator this was like $100 or something. Yeah. Well, this <laughs> Yo, is such yeah. a, you might have like, in my grade, we, that was like the last year before text messaging. So we would pass each other notes on our graphing calculator. Did anyone yeah, else I remember this? that. Oh, yeah. I do remember People that. People would hack them and like, or make yeah, games. Play games and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. right. I was always I was... fascinated. I was like, "How do you make a game on a calculator?" <laughs> right. <laughs> those guys are probably all billionaires now, right? Yeah. Texas Instruments. Yeah. yeah. What happened to those? Ti eighty three. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I was the eighty three. Cl- hey, if you are a current high school student, let us know what the Ti if numbers you up to. Rant about the <laughs> Texas Instruments. <laughs> yeah. What? Do you even have it anymore? Yeah. Is it on your iPhone? Yeah. They don't have an app for it. I think yeah. they do. It's have probably them, an app. Yeah. What's you the Ti don't have to up buy to? Buy a graphing calculator no. anymore. I bet you anything. It's an app. No. We well, got questions, kids. We gotta know <laughs> what calculators are you using. We know for a fact that. Kid, like high school kids have listened to us during in, class during class before yeah, yeah. I love it I yep. love it yeah <laughs> I think it's great I like that we are all three all four of us are substitute teachers actually right now yeah, really. <laughs> we're a very good substitute teacher I will okay, say now kids get ready we're gonna do a little screen of Notting Hill I'm just gonna <laughs> there will the be light. no quiz after that was my first day substitute teaching was in high school and I had adult braces so I looked 16 no, I, I was, love the phrase adult braces <laughs> and there's no other phrase for is it. Is it just right. past 18? Like, what is, when do so. adult braces start? I think so. It's your barely yeah. legal braces. Yes. <laughs> Honestly, they were like the best facelift. Like, everyone thought I was 16. But I was substitute <laughs> teaching with adult braces. I was 22 years old. And this kid... <laughs> oh, no. Kids are so mean. This kid was like... They were all being so loud. And this one kid was like, can I listen to my iPod? And I was like, yeah. I'm like, if another adult comes in, I'm going to lie and say I didn't give you permission, but yeah. And then they all just started listening to their iPod and it was like the chillest day. And that's when I Silent learned- Disco was yes, born. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, we're going to go put our iPods in. Everybody, we're back. I'm Barbara. I'm Brandy. I'm Tess. And we're here with Rachel Fisher of the Hollywood Crime Scene Podcast. Hi. And uh, we're going to solve your crime scene, <laughs> a.k.a. your problems. <laughs> we're going to tell you where to put the body. <laughs> um, if you have lady problems, send them to ladytoladycomedy at gmail.com. Lady. Lady problems. Lady problems. Do you have them? Lady problems. Do you have them? People have them. Hi, ladies. I'm a relatively new listener. Started in January 2019. That's very new. And I love your podcast. It's been great to listen to when I'm getting ready and walking to classes. I'm a college student. I would like some advice. My boyfriend and I have been dating for about one and a half years and things are going really well. He started out in chemical engineering, and I am in civil engineering, building roads, bridges, etc. My boyfriend told me... Thank you for telling us what that means, by the way, because yeah. I would not have known. My yeah. boyfriend told me... 
probably has a graphic calculator. Yeah, 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 <laughs> oh, yeah for sure. Yeah. He can answer those questions. Yeah. My boyfriend told me and his family about two weeks ago that he wants to switch to performing arts. Specifically, he wants to do voice acting. We are very supportive of his passions and want him to follow his dreams, but he has said multiple times that he, quote, doesn't need job security or money. I am... Sec- Concerned because we have talked about raising a family together and I could picture it. Two engineers. Now I'm having a harder time, though. I hope you all have some insight as to this being in the industry and can offer some guidance on how to approach him in this situation. One important note, I'm totally okay with him trying out voice acting, but I prefer that he gets a second degree, maybe education or speech communication. He's being being very stubborn and says he doesn't want to consider a second major or minor. Thank you. Well, it's tough. You're... You're fucking an artist. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Something's going to change. Welcome. <laughs> so you're fucking an artist. That's a self-help book. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, um, I mean, uh trying to force him to do something he doesn't want to do is just going to cause problems in your relationship. Um, If he wants to pursue this, I say let him until he um, either decides it's not for him or he keeps pushing. Like, it's like he's going to be the one that needs to decide if if he's going to do this or not. And, you know, I think the thing to say is, like, treat this like a career. You know, like, it's not just a fun thing. It's like voice acting is really hard to get into. It is. I mean, I guess the fact that he's going to major in it shows that he is... Mm-hmm. Right, desire to be serious about right. it. Yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, I also went to film school with a bunch of fucking idiots who just like were like, "Yeah, I'm a film major," and then they just made um, movies in their apartments with their friends and played beer pong. So it's like, right? If we're totally. gonna, you know, it's it's the first yeah. step, but it, yeah, you know, it takes a lot to take it to into reality of being a career. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. yeah, for sure. So I mean, I think maybe you know, it's it's just like it's it's a hard field, but I think like. Also, I can't imagine, like, majoring just in voice acting isn't going to be just, like, talking into a microphone. It's gonna There's going to be a lot of stuff that goes along with that major. Yeah. And, like, I will say, too, like, a lot of things within the arts, like, you can apply that skill set to other things. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're, like, if you're a voice actor, guess what? You're probably also going to learn audio engineering. Right. Yeah. Uh, because you got to be able to record your own stuff. Uh, right. So, on the side, he can do podcast producing. He can become an engineer at a recording studio. And maybe that's how he gets something. You know, like yeah. there's there's a lot of shit that goes with that with majors like that that you aren't necessarily that you wouldn't necessarily think of. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, like as a film major, it's also like uh, you learn you're basically working in event production. So like any kind of event you can work instead. It's like if you can you can those skill sets are more broad than you might think. Yeah, I mean, I think the thing here is that life is never going to turn out how you plan it. Yeah. No matter what you do, even if he decides to go ahead and be a civil engineer, that doesn't mean that you're the ideal of two engineers Mm -hmm. living their life this way is going to be what you think. It's just not how life goes. So I think you have to be ready to support him and what he wants because you never know if what you want is going to change or, you know what I mean? So you have to know that you can be there together to get through these major moments and Mm -hmm. know that like, you know, your relationship is like mm-hmm. important enough to kind of, you know, decide yeah. that you want to back him on something yeah. like that. Well, and like I, so I, I went to Drexel in Philadelphia and like, that's like a really big engineering school. So I knew a lot of engineers that I started in freshman year and I'd say 60% of them stopped being engineers. Cause that is a grueling fucking major mm-hmm. to have. So it's like, if that's not where your passion is, then like, you know, 
a lot, a lot of people drop out of that. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. everything's hard. You may yeah, as well do the hard, hard thing you like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Now, let's get to the so you're fucking an artist part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yep. <laughs> um, yeah, you are going to be making more money than him yes. for at least a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know if you're committed to being this person's partner. I think like it's just mm-hmm. hopefully you can look at it like as you believe in him and this is an investment. And if you see a future with this person, this is an investment in both of your futures. But yeah. he's taking a big gamble. And by extension, so are you. Yeah. Because by staying connected to this person, you're kind of putting your your chips on the same table. Yeah. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and like, you know, I think uh, he, quote, not needing job security or money is... Uh, a slightly dramatic way to say it, but it is also like all four of us are very brilliant people that could have very high paying, very secure jobs right yeah, now. Right. <laughs> um, and it's a, it's a philosophical kind of choice at a certain point to be like, no, I, that's not me. Yes. Yeah. That said, I was a fucking hostess at Chili's in college. So yeah. like just because you don't need job security does not mean you don't need money. You do need money. So yes. I think that's part of the sacrifice you make as an artist is you do mm-hmm. recognize that you're going to have to take some gigs that are not very sexy that yeah. maybe you're right. overqualified for. So don't let him use that as an excuse no. to not go get a busboy job or Absolutely. a waiter yes. job somewhere. Yeah. The romanticism of the life of the starving artist is pretty bullshit yeah really not that romantic yes at all yeah yeah (laughs) no it's it's not yeah so there's there's a difference between those two things and i will say it's like we've all been paying our bills for a long time yeah and that that doesn't bills are still going to happen whether or not you know you were you're an artist or not like you don't get to be like "Mm, but i have a paintbrush to the government (laughs) it doesn't really work that way um so yeah i think it's and and like the hard work if you can work hard in a job that is not your passion then like the you you like build this muscle of like having an infinite well of energy to pull from when it is something that you actually do care about so it is like it's you can't just fuck off and then like care about just this one very narrow thing it's mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. it it all it, it all connects. it all adds up and i yeah. will yeah like i i will say that well, this is kind of shit talking about i don't care uh people you know mm-hmm. In the world that we know, like, if I see them, like, not working hard in certain parts of their life, I'm like, Mm -hmm. well, I don't want to work with you. Yeah. Because I see that you don't treat things seriously. Mm -hmm. And just because it doesn't involve this doesn't, it just shows me kind Mm -hmm. of, like, who you are. Yeah. So, yeah, I do do think, yeah, you're right. It can't be an excuse for him, obviously, to kind of lay off and be like, I'm an artist or something. No. Um, But you're going to be able to tell, you know, if he's taking this seriously or not pretty quickly, Mm -hmm. I think. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, he just has to know. I mean, it's like... Uh, the entertainment industry takes a very, 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 very long time to get yeah. going. And if, you know, it's, if you really, really love it, you don't really think about that part because right. you just love it you so love much. You love doing it. Yeah. 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 You don't really have any other choice. I mean, that's why it's almost right. something yeah. you, you don't, don't even really have to think about because yeah. like, if you have to think about it, you won't do it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And I will, I will say like, uh, this is not something to think about with him now, but I think there is like some like. There should be some elasticity with where you land. Like it shouldn't necessarily be like all vo- voiceover or nothing else. Like we've all taken jobs within comedy that like I'm. We didn't know what podcasting was right. when we started doing stand up, right. mm-hmm. and podcasting has become like a major thing. So it's like the industry will change, and like you never know exactly where you're going to land within it. But if you know that that is the field that you want to passionately work in, you know it's like 
you never know where you're going to end up within it. So it's like the, the, um, the elasticity, like, you know, you, you can hopefully find for him in your relationship. He also needs to be thinking about that within his own field. Eventually he's still Mm -hmm. in college. So like you're learning, you're studying, but like, that is like, that is a reality of it. Like the things change, you know, a lot like voiceover acting in general too. It's like, you know, there's a lot of celebrities have gotten into it. Um, but there's also a ton of, you know, audiobooks. Yeah. There's audiobooks. you know, right. Yeah. There's commercial voiceover. There's like a radio voice. I mean, if, if you have a good voice for radio, does he want to be a radio host? You know, it's like he could get involved with his college radio station. Like there's any number of things to be getting like a reel and putting all that stuff together. Mm-hmm. So it's like being like, okay, what, what about voiceover? Does he like so much, you know, voice acting? Like what, what is that? And is it like, you know, it's like, I, I never thought I was going to be a stand up at all in college. Like really? I, it was not something I even thought about until I moved to LA. What did you want to be? I wanted to be a comedy writer. like do sketches and stuff more like and then in my head that's what it was but then i was like oh i just want to be funny i hate writing alone so i Mm -hmm. truly hate it Mm -hmm. so like oh i'm not a comedy writer but it took me until after college to figure that out and then i was like oh i'm on stage i like writing this but i also like like big picture more producing and stuff too like so it's like that that is all stuff that i wouldn't have known until you've done it totally you know yeah i didn't know either i thought i wanted to be like a filmmaker yeah 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 i was an actor yeah. Yeah, it morphs a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, so that's the other mm-hmm. thing. He's still in college, so yeah. it might change. Mm-hmm. Especially yeah. as he starts to feel mm-hmm. out the kind of the career mm-hmm. and the different options available to him. Yeah, exactly. But I think it's just like working hard and like, yeah, everything's hard. So do what you like. Yeah. And if you, it 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 will be really good if you can like just support him in that, you know, but. But if, yeah, the yeah. instability is something that you can't really. Yeah. yeah deal with and you kind of kind of have to come to terms with that and i will say too though i mean people that you know have what they think is a stable job can be pulled out from under them too so like nothing is actually really Mm -hmm. stable at the end of the day um that's what i tell myself every time well (laughs) i wonder why i didn't become a lawyer i have a jim carrey story that goes with this so jim carrey's jim carrey's dad i don't know if you guys know this about his 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 life whatever basically um but jim carrey's dad was a jazz musician that when he got married and he had a kid or he started having children with his wife he he took the safe route and he became an accountant and he was an accountant for all like his kids coming up until they were in like middle school high school and then he uh, computers came into the field and when computers came into the field he was too old for any of the accounting agencies to want to teach him how to use computers Mm -hmm. so he was fired and could not get a job and his Mm -hmm. family um, because he couldn't get a job they all basically became homeless wow so he played the safe route and it's also a major reason like Jim Carrey went after what he did like he was homeless for you know all all these years and stuff too because he was just like I saw my dad take take the way that he thought this was the stable way that will always provide for my family. And then that was pulled out from under him. And then he mm-hmm. just wasn't able to really recover. Mm-hmm. And then Jim Carrey became the breadwinner in their family. So it's like this, the safe route. And I'm not saying that, you know, being an engineer is the safe route, but like this, the potentially more stable route is like shit happens. Anything yep. can happen. Yep. You know, like we don't know. Yeah. And I will say at. the, indi- you know, going into the entertainment industry makes you scrappy for sure. Definitely. Yeah. Yes. So, yep. Yep. Yes. <laughs> you gotta, oh, you gotta yeah. figure shit out, you know, and that is yeah. good to have around when, yeah. when yeah. shit goes. You're not there. tied to any one corporation. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, yeah. And I mean like we're all small businesses too, is yeah. the thing. It's like, honestly, like I think if, if I had like a massive change of heart and I was like, you know what? I want to go run a food truck or something. 
I have we we all have like the the ability and like the the will because we have willed ourselves to this far to be mm-hmm. like yeah I would be great at whatever business I wanted to run if I walked away from this because I like have been able to build up my own thing mm-hmm. that's like no I could just do that again like it's you mm-hmm. you get good at you just, you have to learn how to do that eventually yeah what do you think about the fact I do think he's so he's she wants him to get. She said, I'm okay with him trying a voice acting, but I wanted to get a second degree, education or speech communication. He's being very stubborn. I mean, honestly, I think degrees don't matter. If degrees don't, don't matter. Entertainment, but yeah. I know that it sounds very nice and cozy, like it's going to do something. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know. I think you can't tell someone else what to major in. No. Yeah. It's money. It's how his time is going to get spent. And he's going to resent you yes. if you the tell more, him what to do. Yeah. The more you push this, the more yeah. he will resent you because it won't feel like you have his back. Right. She. This yeah. is so not what she wanted to do. I know. <laughs> I'm, sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I mean, if you like low key, I mean, if you really want this, the way yeah. to do it is like secret manipulation. <laughs> <laughs> that's the bad advice. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. That's another but if option. You want the truth, but that's yeah, another yeah, option. Yeah. Well, and I, you say like <laughs> yeah. low key manipulation. <laughs> well, I mean, also, oh, we all know yeah. that that is always yeah. Yeah, just start with so sex. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll just blow up real bad, real bad later. <laughs> and I will say, like your last line is like he is being very stubborn and says he doesn't want to do this stuff, but that also is like you're being really stubborn and you're not listening to him. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And like hearing what he wants, what he wants. And I think the more you push on it, the more he's going to dig in his heels. Honestly, if you give him some space and let him follow this path a little bit, he's obviously probably a smart guy. If he started out in chemical engineering, like let him go down this path, try it out. Cause no one wants to be, no one wants to say, yeah, you were right. I was wrong. Totally. You know? Mm-hmm. So like the he's less pressure. Know, yeah. I think the thing is, like, if he's truly meant to do this, mm-hmm. he's going to start it and it's going to ignite something in him, yes. you know, that you're going to be attracted to, that passion, yep. and you're mm-hmm. going to see it does really mean a lot to him. Yeah. And if it's yep. not right for him, you're probably going to also figure that out and he'll, you know, figure out the next step. So. Yeah. What are you also, like, 20? Yeah. So, yeah. Very, I think yeah. that's probably, yeah. Yeah. I, 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 this is, like, a pet peeve of mine that a lot of parents, just in general people do to young people, mm-hmm. is, like, before they even get their start in life, they're like, your dreams are impossible. Right. Why would you even try that? Right. Yeah. And again, like I said, everything's mm-hmm. impossible. Why totally. are you yes. pissing on their dreams when they're 20 <laughs> right. years old? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You guys are so young. You have so long to yeah. figure it out. Just enjoy yourselves. And yeah. if he wants to, if he has this passion, like mm-hmm. go for it. Yeah. You have like a four year cushion in your 20s for fucking up, I think. Yeah. 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 I mean, I wrote that out way past that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm still in it. But you're in it. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, that's so hard, though. It's when you're in it, it doesn't matter, like, you know, your age. When you're in You think you're you're so old and you. Yeah. I mean, we all are sold this bill that, you know, college after college is when. Then you get the job and then you. Picket fence goes up and then, et cetera. But it's just not as we see the reality. So, yeah. I think, yeah, try to have a little bit of patience. Yeah. And trust that he knows what he wants, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And, like, you, don't, you guys don't need to, like, rush into, like, you don't need to rush all of this stuff. Like, right now you're, like, in college or, like, in your 20s. Like, try to savor this time of and, like, let the – the more uncertainty that you can get comfortable with, the easier it will be as you get older, too. Because mm-hmm. there's a lot of uncertainty as you get older. Even as things become more certain, you ask more questions. And you're like, oh, cool <laughs> you know but that's like oh, this is what life right. is it's like yeah. i thought i had shit figured out but here's a whole yeah. other layer yeah exactly totally. and you're like oh wow this is like not where i thought it was gonna be you know and and, and you know in in a lot of different ways i mean mm-hmm. i also have friends that have like 
very stable jobs that also have those thoughts too, you know, that and have totally. had them forever yeah. and like have their college paid off and all this shit. And they're still just like, yeah, this isn't really what I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, they've been looking at that for so long and then they look up and they're like, oh shit, I'm 35 and I thought this is what I wanted and it isn't really what I wanted. I didn't really question it. I just like went after the thing that I thought I was supposed to have and it isn't what I actually want. Mm-hmm. So it's just like you're the more comfortable you can get living within like those thoughts, I think the better. The better you both will be and the better your relationship will be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I'm sorry, but it does sound like he might turn out to be a comedian, so I'm so sorry about that. <laughs> Deepest condolences. Oh my god! In advance, pre condolences. Mostly for the bringer show, you're gonna have to. (laughs) I'm sorry if he gets into improv. You know, it's just a whole thing. You you might be about to enter. Yeah, world world of pain for you. (laughs) Good luck. Let us know. Yeah, Um, yeah. what happens? Yeah, and rock on with your engineering. Yeah, hell yeah. Good for you. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, build those bridges, that. girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, build those bridges and burn some. Yeah, <laughs> that's life, baby. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, okay, Rachel, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, they can find me at the Rachel Fisher on Twitter. Mm-hmm. You can find me at Childlike Empress on Instagram, uh, and you can find my podcast anywhere you find podcasts. Hollywood Crime Scene. We're on Instagram. We're also on Twitter. We have a Facebook group. So yeah, you guys all awesome. get in there and talk about the crimes. On the yeah, Facebook we talk. Group. People talk about the crimes. They post memes. You know, Facebook groups are real fun. Mm-hmm. They are fun they're, for, they're the, for specific reasons. Yeah, 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 yeah. Facebook yeah. itself nightmare. But the if groups the are groups, good. The groups are like <laughs> the, what's left. The groups yeah. are yeah. what's left, and I just figured that out like a year ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the cat group I'm in. Great, mm-hmm. I can it's see the that. only saving awesome. grace. Yeah. yeah. I miss my, when I was preparing for my, I'm still in the group, but the bride group I was in. <gasps> oh, that's fun. I'm in there just for fun. Oh, it's yeah. just great. I'm in, yeah. I'm, in, I'm in a couple wedding groups and I'm not getting married anytime soon, not engaged, yeah. but. Good mm-hmm. ideas though. It's yeah. just like fun to look at other people's processes. Yes. I don't know. Going to go ahead and plug the uh, Jeff Goldblum Appreciation Society. Okay. <laughs> it's a very calming place on the internet. <laughs> Come on in. Come on say, in. Yeah, check out um, Rachel's podcast, Hollywood Crime Scene. And thank you so much for being thank on the show. Thank you guys for having me. Of course. This was so yeah. fun. And if you are a Patreon member, we will have a top secret session coming up. That's patreon.com slash lady to lady. Go check it out. We we up, we up have a new store with merch. We've mm-hmm. got all this stuff going on over there. So go see us on that side for whatever uh, nasty shit we're about to reveal on the top secret <laughs> session. <laughs> Speaking of crimes. Talk to you later. <laughs> Bye-bye. Can't get enough of us? Subscribe to our Patreon for exclusive bonus content, access to our first 100 episodes, and more. Go to patreon.com slash lady to lady now to sign up. As little as a dollar a month keeps a roof over the glam cave and keeps you laughing, even when your coworkers stare. That's patreon.com slash lady to lady. And don't forget to follow us on social media. We're on Twitter and Instagram at lady to lady comedy. Join our Facebook group, Lady to Lady Podcasts, to chat with other fans about episodes or even post your own lady problems. Check out our website, ladytoladycomedy.com, for show notes, videos, and merch. And duh, follow our individual accounts, Babs Gray, Brandazzle, and Testify Barker for jokes and info and where you can see us perform live. And if you want to send us snacks, stickers, or a lock of your own hair, I don't know, whatever, our P.O. Box is 412-794, Los Angeles, California, 90041. And please, leave us a review on iTunes, but only if you like us. We love you. We love you. Bye. 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 Bye.